Hi, my name's Kaya, and welcome to my podcast, Making the Bed. Hello, and welcome to my second episode. I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm glad that we're sticking with it and seeing it through. So, two episodes in. Proud of us. I hope everybody's week is going well. I think I want to start these podcasts with just like a little bit of a check-in of how my week is going, how the challenge has gone, and honestly, if that includes a little bit of a vent sesh, I'm here for it. You know, I'm a big believer and you got to get it out of your system to let that stuff go. (laughs) Big, big, big believer in that. So I also wanted to read some of the submissions that you guys sent in because... I loved it. Okay, some of the things you guys did to better improve the space you spend the most time in were organize my nightstand. Love that. Get through the huge task of completing the purge of hanging clothes. I feel that on a personal level. I try to do that every six months. If I haven't worn it in the last six months, it has to go or else I will just become a hoarder. Somebody said, just clean it. I respect that. That's what I did. Somebody said, bought new pretty spatulas from Target and used my favorite pottery to mix pancake batter in. Romanticize your life. Somebody said, new paint. I might need a little bit more context there. New paint for painting? Or for painting the walls? Whichever one it is, I'm happy for you. Um, somebody said, oh, here's one that goes with the last one. Painting our room. Our house has always felt temporary, so I didn't put effort into making it a home, but interest rates have us feeling like we need to make this place a little more homey. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Somebody said, I got a projector to turn my room into a movie theater. Yes, live your best life. Somebody said, letting in more natural light. I love that. Today, I actually opened my window so that I could let in more like fresh air and... It's just great. So thank you guys so much for sending those in. I love that you guys did it and responded and glad that we did it together. So proud of us. My week's been pretty good. I had an EEG done, which if you don't know what that is, it's when they hook up all the wires to your brain. And actually, do I even know what it is? I just, I think they monitor the brain waves. Yeah. And so it was a three day at home one. So that was super fun. I looked really, really cute going out and about with all these wires coming off of my head. Thankfully, I was able to put a beanie over it. So that was super fun. Of course, I have episodes every single week for the past year and a half. And of course, when I had it on my head, I didn't have a single one. Oof. Didn't make me happy. Tell you that much right now. Um, yeah, that, that was not fun. It was like the main purpose of this test was to see what my brainwaves were doing when I had an episode and I didn't have one. So that was awesome. So happy for me. Um, yeah, it was not a good feeling. Um, I can gauge how bad of a week I'm having by two things. Number one, how often I call my mom. I talk to her about once a week. And so if it's more than that, I'm having a hard week and I called her quite a bit. So that just goes to show it wasn't a great week. Number two, if I'm having a really, really bad week, I listen. (laughs) This is so embarrassing, but 
we're just being transparent here. I listened to the main title from Finding Nemo. Okay, if you haven't listened to it in a while, do it. It's like their sad girl music. And then a level up is the main title from Finding Nemo. There is something so peaceful about it. It's a very short song. I just put it on repeat because it's like 30 seconds and it's so annoying, but it's so calming and like just feels like it centers me somehow. And so I listened to that this week. So that should just go to show you it was a rough week for me. I just think it was an emotional week. I've been looking forward to having this test. And so I think there was just like a lot of pressure that I put on myself. And so when it didn't happen the way I wanted it to, it was just frustrating. Once again, my body did not do what I wanted it to do. So that is always super fun. And I think this week I just realized it's hard to not have family around. I'm so grateful for my friends, but there's just something about your family being around you that brings a lot of comfort and support. And I felt this week for the first time in a really long time that I just, I wanted my mom. And it didn't help that the EEG lady was like, do you have family in town or in state? And when I said no, she was like, oh, what is that supposed to do for me? Okay, thanks for the encouragement. So it was just kind of hard all the way around. But, but I did have some really special moments this week. I had actually quite a few girls nights that really saved me. Um, My friend Brooke she put on the cutest little girls night, Halloween girls night that was just incredible. She invited, I think it was five, it was five of us and none of us knew each other, none. And that kind of seems a little daunting to go to this party where you don't really know anyone, but it was incredible. It was so much fun. And we just sat around, got to know each other, got to talk about life. We were all in very different stages of life, but it was just the most healing thing ever. I loved it. And then the very following night, I went and saw the Eras tour movie with two of my other girlfriends that I don't get to see a lot. And that was so fun. It was just the girls week that I needed. And then this weekend, I went to an appetizer night with a group of friends. And while it was boys and girls, it just was so fun. Like, I just really felt the comfort that friendships really bring. I feel like I was having such a hard week. And to be able to lean on my friends, especially my girl friendships, it was just so nice. It was so nice. And so that's what I want to talk about today. The importance of friendships and specifically with this episode, girl friendships. If this doesn't apply to you, that's okay. You can still apply it to your friendships. But I just think there's something so special about girl friendships. You know, girls are the best. I also want to put out a disclaimer that I am not hating on men. I am a straight gal, okay? I love men. I am also just trying to shed some light on things that girls understand and It's a little hard for men to get it because we just think differently and that's okay. Kind of reminds me of the quote that Cher says where she's like, I love men. I think all men are great. And then when my mom told me to marry a rich man, I just told her, mom, I am a rich man. You guys know that quote? So I just want to put it out there, not hating on men. I think men are important to society. I just think women are superior. I'm just kidding. That's not true. 
I don't want this to come off as a man-hating episode. I just hope we can look at this episode with open eyes to just how great women are and it's okay that we're not focusing on men. It's okay. So moving forward, I actually have been going on a little bit of a tangent recently just in my own life about girls and women and females, just about how I feel like my eyes have been opened to how the world is kind of set up not necessarily to 100% support us. Like if you're a working mom, you're taking time away from your kids. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you're not the independent woman that you should be. And I just feel like we as women cannot win. Like my favorite random fact right now about it is our day-to-day schedule is based off of a man's hormone cycle. Every 24 hours, his hormone cycle restarts. So when he wakes up in the morning, he has full testosterone levels, everything. And then throughout his day, it slowly kind of disappears. And that's why around five o'clock, everyone gets off work and why things kind of tend to settle down at five o'clock and then they go to sleep and the next morning their energy levels, hormone levels are all completely reset. Do you know what a woman's hormone cycle is on? Oh, that's right. 28 to 31 days. So it's not like every single morning our body resets to take on the day. Every single day is a day in our cycle, and that's why certain days look very different. It's why our weeks look very different when it comes to energy. I mean, we know this as women, right? What our weeks look like, what our energy levels look like, and it just frustrates me, okay? It frustrates me that our lives are based off of a male's hormone cycle, and I know people are going to be like, Kaya, you're crazy. Like, that's not the real reason why. Maybe it is a conspiracy theory that I'm really feeding into right now, but it just lines up too well and it's just a little frustrating, okay? Anyways, see, this is what I'm talking about, my tangents that I go on, okay? Um, But I just, I really feel like we as women experience so many different things and it's frustrating when men don't recognize that or understand it and so it's why I feel like female friendships are so powerful because we just understand each other and I've been thinking a lot about that this week because at that girls night where it was five different girls where we didn't know each other we didn't really know each other's backgrounds we were all talking about very similar experiences and I loved it. I just felt so seen and so heard. And even though we were all at different stages in life, we all were giving advice. And I guess I would just say agreeing with all the experiences each girl was having, being like, oh, yes, I've dealt with that. Or, oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. And it kind of got me thinking, like, what are just some things that we as women understand? We don't have to explain. And so I kind of put together this list. And so there were just kind of like these phrases that came to mind that as women, we understand. First one, mental load. I think we all know what that means, especially in a relationship, as a mother. Next one, almond moms. We know what that means. That phrase doesn't have to be explained to us, especially people my age. I think growing up in the 2000s, we know exactly what that means. Doesn't mean our moms were bad. I don't think they did it on purpose. I also think the media really played a part into that, but we know what it means, okay? Next one, the Twilight Saga. Need I say more? Cultural movement, changed our lives, next. 
anything at night, women probably don't do, okay? Walking, mm, kind of scary. Parking garages, hard no. Even getting gas at a gas station. I remember I got gas at like three in the morning. Scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Next, ignoring a zip tie on your car handle or money on your windshield when you're coming out of a store. We all know what that means. Get in the car, lock the doors, and everything shower. Why is that the most amazing feeling getting out of? Okay, I also feel like I'm going to die from heat exhaustion, but we love it. Um, Jean shopping. Probably the worst thing to ever happen to women ever. Next, mom guilt. I haven't experienced this yet. I don't have kids, but I know that I will because I know it's just a feeling. Like I said in the beginning, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're not doing enough for yourself. If you're a working mom, why are you abandoning your kids? So rude. Middle school dress codes. I am so passionate about this. I remember I got sent home one time because my shorts were, quote, too short. I'm sorry they didn't go past my knees, okay? But also, why are we sexualizing little girls? That's the real question here. Like, 12, 13-year-olds? You're an adult. Get it together, okay? So these are just things that I think we collectively as women understand. We don't have to be told why they are significant, even though I did just kind of explain some of my rage behind it. (laughs) But yeah, I just... We get it. We 100% get it. And that's why I think girl friendships are just on another level. And I'm so grateful for that. You know, like I talked about last episode, I loved the Barbie movie. And I feel like because it just recognized who we are as women and what we go through on a daily basis. But there was this one scene that I loved. It's when the Barbies take back Barbie land and everyone's cheering and... What's her name? The main Barbie? Margot Robbie. She just kind of looks around and everybody's cheering and dancing and she just kind of doesn't believe what she's seeing. And then all of a sudden she just claps and kind of starts to go with it. And then she also is dancing and cheering and just as happy again. And I feel like that is such a perfect depiction of what happens when we are surrounded and uplifted by other women. Personally, for me this last week, I felt very lonely in my experience and what I was going through. And I remember I walked into Brooke's home and she just asked me how I was doing and then asked me how I was really doing. And I just started to cry and you know, she just came up and held me. And it was just kind of the hug that I needed. And there's something so special about female friendships that we just get it. And I think when we surround ourselves with those people who just understand and who are loving. And I'm not saying that men aren't loving. I'm just trying to recognize the understanding that do come from women. It's so important. And even my mom was just telling me about a girl's night she had, where it was kind of told to everyone, come as you are. It's okay to talk about and be honest and transparent about what is going on in your life. Don't feel like you have to hide it to kind of put on this good face. And I loved that. I feel like sometimes, you know, when people ask us how we're doing, we're like, oh, it's good because we don't want to let them in to see, oh, shoot, like I actually cry a lot and that's kind of embarrassing, but I don't really want to talk about that. Or I don't know this from experience, but my kids are kind of driving me crazy and it makes me feel like a bad mom. And 
I don't want to say that to the other moms because they look like they have their stuff together. And then I feel like I'll even be a worse mom because now I'm complaining about my kids. Or if someone asks me how I'm doing this week, you know, I had no energy. I, I didn't really keep my house clean this week. And that makes me feel not great, you know. But I think as we understand that the women around us can be our biggest cheerleaders, that's when we're able to truly lean on them for the support that we need. I had a thought this last week about how the friendships around me truly want nothing else from me besides my company. And I know that sounds like such a simple phrase, but I just feel like there is no pressure around it. I don't have to be funny all the time. I don't have to be done up all the time. And I don't have to have it all together all the time. And they still want to hang out. And that has been the most reassuring thing to me, especially in this last year. I can't talk about my friendships for too long because I will start to cry. Um, But they really have carried me and reassured me through this whole process that my health has nothing to do with who I am as a person. And I am forever grateful for that. So there's this show on Amazon called Fleabag, and it's so good. But at one point, there's this monologue about how women are born with pain built in. And she talks about periods and sore boobs and childbirth. And then once you think you have it all figured out, then you go through menopause and how men don't have that. You know, they seek out pain or whatever through wars, yada, yada. And I don't really know the whole thing by heart, but that line about how women are born with pain built in, I think about that a lot. And I think that is where, like, if you want to call it like sisterhood or camaraderie, It's where our connection lies. I feel like because we all experience that, it's what drives us to be there for each other. And even with that pain built in, we still have like this nurturing side. We still have this need to comfort. And I love that. I just think it's so beautiful. And truthfully, I could talk about the ups and downs of being a woman for hours. I just, it's something I'm really passionate about right now. But I, like I said, I just think that is where the understanding comes from. And I'm so, so, so grateful for it. I feel like, especially like I said in the last year, it's really blessed my life. And I don't know where I would be without it. So with all of that being said, I think my challenge for this week is to reconnect or even just to connect with the friendships around you. And like we talked about, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could even just be a text or a phone call. But I did put on my story, you know, what are some of the best girls' night ideas we have or the ones that we've experienced. So I'm going to read off a few of the submissions just to give us some ideas. And a lot of the responses I got were about craft nights. And I'm here for a good craft night. You know, some of those ideas were floral arranging, just getting a ton of flowers from Trader Joe's and then making little bouquets of flowers. So cute. Um, One of them was candle painting. Someone just did that recently. And especially going into the holidays, why not? Someone also said on the holiday theme, like ornament decorating or cookie making. And I think that's so cute. Um, Bunko night. I used to watch my mom go to Bunko Night growing up, and I've even heard about people doing it here. 
Still could not tell you what Bunko Night is. Is it like poker? I know money is involved. I don't know. Can someone invite me to one? That would be great. Thank you. Me just inviting myself to Bunko Night when I literally have no idea what it is or if I would even like it. Um, appetizer Night. Me and my friends do that, and it's so fun. We also try to go off of a theme. So this last theme was... What was this last theme? Actually, I don't think we had a theme. I think we were all kind of thinking fall-esque. And so maybe we didn't ever say it, but that's what it turned out to be. One of them like served soup and a pumpkin. So cute, so good. One of them did the cutest like fall cheese board. So yummy. The dark chocolate sea salt stole the show. Um, and then I just did like a little baked potato bar. <laughs> Wasn't the cutest thing in the world, but it was yummy. Okay, someone said a cheese night. We love a good little cheese night. And then someone said a weekly show. Like they watch The Bachelor every week. And actually, can we just collectively talk about how I feel like the Bachelor industry has kind of died down, but the Golden Bachelor, which everyone was like, what is that? Like, that's not going to be a hit is incredible. I haven't watched it like all the way, but it's like the most wholesome show I've seen in a really long time. So, you know, maybe we start Golden Bachelor nights. Somebody also said to do a takeout night where everybody just gets their own food and then brings it over to somebody's house. So like dinner is taken care of and it's less stressful. And I think that's a genius idea. And so those were some of the submissions that I got. And I'm so grateful that you guys submitted. I think this is kind of what I'm wanting. And, and I'm so excited to see how we can implement them into like a girls night. Or I'm just excited to hear about how we reconnect or connect with our friendships even more so. So thank you guys so much for making the bed with me today. Love you guys so much. See you next week.